Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Off the Ropes, episode 10, AEW Forbidden Door Preview Show. It's Brett Swinney here, and I bring in the rest of the game. We got Jeremy, Kyle, Brandon, and Matt here tonight. We got a full house. Welcome, fellas. What's up, guys? Welcome. How's everyone's How's everyone's week going? I'm just happy to be at home doing this and not at work doing it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you, yeah. you do sound yeah, a lot better, Kyle. And I'm sure I feel a lot better. It's a lot more comfortable than having to worry about doing 50 other things. So my picks will be perfect tonight because I'm focused. So there's no excuse. Okay. No excuse. Hey, the well, best news is he's not he's not sideways or upside no, down yeah. or <laughs> walking down the hallway getting a snack from the vending machine or what? I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll just say as long as you stick with uh, me and Matt, then you'll be in good shape, Kyle. Because well, we did win. Matt, I can tell you last this. time, but we, we did win last pick em, uh Matt, if you didn't know. We won last time, so congratulations. I, just I, I expect that at this point. You know, I am your reigning and defending DFW Varsity Pick'em champion in the high school football world. I expect nothing different in the professional wrestling yeah, or sports I, entertainment world. I've got a nice title here of my own here. You know, I'm a Pick'em champ as well, so, you know, it, it. I guess it's just that's the way it works sometimes, you know. I'm trying to find a trophy around me, and I don't find <laughs> There's a lot of jokes right. there, KO, but we'll leave, we'll leave them all. <laughs> so I was going to say, I was going to say though that I can promise you, me and Matt will not agree tonight, at least once. At least once. At least right. once. So, so you're, you're going to take, you're going to pick against MJF, I assume. Oh, I'm not picking against MJF. <laughs> so I'm going to start tonight. We're going to we're start. We're going to try a new segment here. We sometimes do it anyway. We're going to call it off topic. I'm going to pick three topics that are kind of since we don't come together, but you know, every so often things that have happened since we've last come together, the kind of things I think that would be interesting to talk about before we just start uh, previewing the uh, forbidden door pay-per-view. Um, my first one is the new WWE belts. They've, they've been out since we've last talked um, thoughts on the, the new belts fellas. I don't know that I have a thought on the belts itself, but they did finally get out of this whole women's thing, right? Like, Yes, they, they went the easy way, but they did. I mean, I mean, I, I'm all for it, but um, you know, I, I, I mean, the belts are the belts, right? Like I, they are what they are. But I was interested to see how they got out of the women's thing. We talked about that. As a matter of fact, the last couple times we were on, and and here we are, easy solution that even we didn't think we always dog Vince, but he had the easy solution, and we never even had that. One. So, well, hey, well, hey, okay. Well, did he? Because we have. The belts look the exact same, except with their gold. That's, I mean, exact same setup, except their gold. Also, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm confused about this. Asuka is the women's champion, and Rhea is the women's world champion, right? She's a women's WWE champion. I think Rhea is the world champion, and then Asuka is the WWE champion. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, right. Correct. That's stupid. They are way too close together. To is be a, is there a close. difference? Which one's better? That's my point. Like, I don't, there shouldn't, one of them shouldn't be better because they're both women's championships. Neither one of them should, they should be equal. So I guess that's what they're going for because the titles look the exact same, except they have a white strap. And then they're, the names are the same, except one has world in it and one doesn't. So where Jeremy, I agree, they did, they at least did something to kind of make sense of this. They got rid of the, the Raw SmackDown time. part. That was that was needed. That needed to happen. Why is Roman carrying around three belts? Because he's Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I, what I, would Heyman do? Collector. 
<laughs> my prediction on that is once Roman drops that, then it'll just fall back to the one belt. I- I've read somewhere where they're keeping the lineage. So like he still has the lineage of the universal and the WWE championship. And once he loses it, the universal will go away and that'll be the end of it. And they'll just continue as the undisputed WWE champion or whatever they decide to call it. I'm glad that. they did something with the women's titles, but they also made it a little more confusing to me because now you got one's a world champion and one's not a world champion, but they're the same. I don't know. It's more confusing to me to have the Raw women on SmackDown, SmackDown women <laughs> on Raw. I don't know. Who knows? And I believe they've done this in the past. I think one. I think the one of the old world belts was the merger of the world and the WWE, and then they brought the Universal in to put a belt back in, into both brands. And now we've got the world Universal and WWE technically. So who knows? It's it's. I don't like to answer your question. It's just. Well, i I did like that they did fix the women's without them having a handoff exchange that was at least something um i didn't want to see them do that again where okay you've got to go hand your title to each other and pass the belts that was uh, it's better than that i don't know what i wish they would just quit messing with the belts honestly um but at least it's better than that i wish they could have been more creative than just hey let's make a women's championship belt that's just like the men's we just created and putting the color that to me that's not very creative at all and unless I missed it somewhere, was that ever like announced? Was it like a big deal, or just all of a sudden we start out raw with this? I know they did it on on the SmackDown before, but was it just kind of out of the blue, or did this? I, I, it maybe I missed it where they talked about that. They announced it before the show. Like I know Rhea's Rhea and Oscar specifically, they had the like before the show started. They said coming up tonight, Rhea gets a new belt. It wasn't like planned weeks in advance. I don't think right. No, it was so just probably- like that night. Vince is like, hey, let's let's go ahead and do this belt thing right here. Let's get know? some new belts out here, guys. Yeah, let's, let's, y'all make one real quick. Just make a duplicate of the men's and just make it smaller real quick. And yeah. add a white strap to it. We'll be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was kind of weird, but uh, that's just kind of something that's happened. Uh, number two, and we'll kind of talk about this with this pay-per-view, CM Punk's return on the debut of Collision. So thoughts on that, The his, his return plus the, the first Collision episode. I, I enjoyed Collision. I thought Collision was very entertaining. Um, a couple of things I didn't like. Um, the commentary team, I, I'm a fan of Nigel, and Kevin Kelly does a fine job, but that night, maybe it was the first night jitters or something, I just don't think the commentary team added anything to it. Um, he kept calling Andrade El Idolo by the different name that I couldn't understand. <laughs> then the ring announcer calls Buddy Matthews, Buddy Murphy. Greatest um, part of the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> so I, overall, though, I thought Collision was a very entertaining show. My question is, do they do this every Saturday or was this just a here's our first show? Let's put bangers out here for that. I would like to see if they can continue it. And as far as CM Punk goes, I think having him back adds a uh, shot in the arm to AEW that they needed. Um, I think that they have turned this whole shoot into a work now where he's calling out the young bucks, calling them counterfeit bucks, which line of the night, by the way, that was hilarious. That was great. Yeah, that was, <laughs> but um, I, I'm excited to see CM Punk back. I'm excited to see what he does with the roster. And I'm excited for collision. Cause it gets different stars out there that we don't see on dynamite, like Andrade Miro and whoever else they decide to throw out there. I, I think this could be a show for them 
Whereas Dynamite has your, you know, Blackpool Combat Club and all them on that on that show. I'm not thrilled about them having a hard brand split if that's what they do. Uh, I don't think they need to do like WWE does because they don't abide by it anyway. So, so what's Rampage now, guys? Dark. <laughs> I mean, do we? I was already kind of making Rampage one of those that I just missed. Now I don't even really care about it, honestly. You know, I don't record it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I record it's hours, so I record it and I turn it on because, like, you just never know. Because there are some decent, I mean, they still have a title match every once in a while. Like, I mean, they're not just pretty good. You, you had some good, you know, you had the it, some interesting matches. So, but it's only an hour, so it's like it's not, it's not, it doesn't take up that much time. That's the good thing about it. Yeah, and it doesn't take an hour if you're skipping through it too. It's true, yeah. real fast. But I, it's I just hour in television. Yeah, and they don't do any promo. Like the only promo they do on. Uh, Rampage is the little Mark Henry thing at the end. Like it's it's three or four matches, bang bang bang. So well, you can tell now they're starting to push those things that they want to cross over. They're moving those to Collision, and we saw that tonight a little bit. You know, there was like this is on Collision, this is on Collision. You might have a few things that they talked about on Rampage, but it's I think it's going to be it's going to be the third tier show that's going to have guys that you probably don't care about on there. Maybe some good good ring matches. But not a whole lot of uh, storylines on that show. So it's going to be their version of main event, uh, and that didn't go very well. <laughs> but you know, overall, I thought the show was was really good. I, you know, my concern, the more that I thought about it and read about, especially Punk's promo, which I, I'm with UK, I loved it. I, I thought that um, it was probably what we expected and wanted from him in that moment. Um, but but there were a lot of things there. It, honestly. My concern for them is they're going to have to do that every week. They're going to have to do more than that every week because uh, hearing about, what, seven weeks, boys, college football will be out. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're going to be in a bind. As much as I love the product, nobody's going to watch. I say nobody. The, the numbers are going to go way down in terms of yeah. live viewership, and I'm sure they're aware of that. But uh, even even to go back and watch it, you know, I mean, when you're going to watch it, you're going to watch it on Sunday? No, because if you watch college football, you're probably watching the NFL and so those type of things. But um, I, I do like the fact that they're bringing some new people over. Uh, I, I've heard the Andrade Malachi Black feud may carry over on a collision now for a few weeks, which I think would be great. Um, uh, you know, FTR is finishing up, you know, in their contract, will they finish out a lot of collision? And I'm with you. I, and I wasn't 100% locked in all night tonight to Dynamite, but I didn't see many or any reference to Rampage tonight unless, you know, it was very small. I, saw, I didn't see I saw anything. One, I saw one right before they said the Swerve Tanahashi match for a collision, they had a Rampage match. But it was okay. like one match, but I can't remember who it was now. <laughs> like I was yeah. Uh, so I think that's going to, I mean, we kind of talked about that before, right? Like that's probably what's going to happen. But I, I love the show. I love the intro too, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah. I, to I'll me, that done. was the best part. Yeah. Uh, but, well, the first the first 15 minutes was great. I, yeah. I, I love Punk's promo. And, of course, I'm just a Punk fan. I You know, I've said that over and over again. I, anything the guy does, I love it. And I don't think there's going to be a hard brand split. I think that the other seed that I love being tossed out there was we get – Punk and MJF potentially at uh, at All In at Wembley, which would to me, I, I told you guys through text last week, sign me up for MJF and Adam Cole. Well, if I can get MJF and CM Punk in the middle of all this, then give that back to me also. So I, I think I think it, there's some things well, got, that they can really do. Well. I'm going with Adam Cole and MJF. Well, well yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, don't I, I, I was about to, but I don't want to run that for Kyle. But did well, you see Matt, that, Jeremy? Y'all can Matt, run it. I'll watch Matt, it. Matt has not watched either. He 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 warned oh, me. Spoils, See, so. Matt, we have more in common than you thought. 
See, I, I, I completely agree. And I, I thought Jerry and I were about to have a little Elton John bonding moment, but then he kind of quickly pivoted away to, well, I just like the, you know, I like the promo first 15 minutes. I actually thought, you know, to me immediately them paying the money for the rights for Elton John to kick off the thing was for me, like, okay, we're putting some brand value and some investment into it. It visually kind of looks different. I mean, I know it's probably kind of the, you know, how much can you do with LED TV sets? But, you know, it's a bit wider of a set. I think it's even fancier probably than their Dynamite set is. And then the graphics package is, is a little bit different. And and the voices, you know, I, I kind of agree with you, KO. It, it didn't work, but, you know, how, how much can you hear JR and Shavat? I mean, I love Taz and... Uh, Excalibur on dark. That was like one of my favorite things. That was almost like a podcast, just having them, you know, just completely, you know, joke about what baseball game they're watching in real time because they're, you know, taping it like on Tuesday or whatever. They're talking about what they were really doing and at, at the time. And and I love that chemistry, but I, I, I think you do need to develop some more voices. I think you can kind of cr- criticize the WWE. They've been going through a carousel other than Michael Cole and Cole, Corey Graves. Who do you really have that, you know, you know, you, you can talk about, you miss. Nigel or you miss uh, the other guy who did the UFC stuff that they had. Uh, Moro. Yeah, Moro. He made NXT great. And I wouldn't mind hearing him on AEW. If well, that's what, originally, they, originally the talk was he was going to be the guy for collision, but then they did Nigel and Kevin Kelly. Well, and well, I think probably because uh, go ahead. No, I was, gonna, I was going to say that the reason that I liked them, but I think, I don't know if they were just to me, I don't know if it was just my television, but that felt like they weren't turned up enough. Like the crowd was so loud that you couldn't hear them. And I think that was part of the problem with it is like, I mean, Chicago was so hot coming out. You opened it with with CM Punk and it was just like they were trying to talk. And then and then you had poor JR had no voice. Uh, They shouldn't even have put him on air. Honestly, at this point, he just needs to be a backstage producer type. I mean, I, I loved him back in the day, but. He couldn't hardly talk, and so that didn't help either. He didn't add anything to me in that main event match because I mean, you couldn't understand him as being Jr. You can it was a guy that was kind of hoarse and didn't have a voice. But I like Kevin Kelly and um, oh, I just dropped Nigel, his name. Nigel, I, Nigel yeah. I, I, I just I like them. I just think that maybe they need some time to get some uh, some rhythm together and, and get yeah. their voices up louder because like if you can't hear them then why are they talking? But you also don't want them – I mean, you also don't want them the focus of the match, but I do think right. they can add a lot to it. And yeah. and I'm with you, Matt. I don't want the same voice. I don't want Excalibur and Taz and Tony Schiavone on collision. Keep them off of it. It needs but to be a different show. It needs, it needs to, to be different. different. It needs to be completely different. So I do agree with that. I think maybe – like I said, maybe it was the, the first night with them back together that they – well, that, not together, but the first night of them on the show – just kind of getting some jitters out. And what I heard about Moro is because he does a lot of UFC stuff. Well, that's kind of hard to be on collision when UFC is on Saturday nights. So there may be some times where we get special appearances by Moro, but I don't think he'll be a full-time guy. I think Kevin Kelly's the full-time guy. Or bring somebody over from Dynamite to Saturday and put Moro on, on Wednesday night. I like, I like Moro. He's, he's, his, he like, honestly, he could take, he could turn a match. It's like a, semi-entertaining match into something that you really are on the on your heels you know just ready to oh they're gonna it's gonna be a pin any moment he turns it into a he just does a great job of like getting you into the match even if it's one that you don't necessarily thought you were going to care about he makes everything an event 
Mm-hmm. He has the KO effect of broadcasting. <laughs> the he makes everything seem important. I like that. I like that. But a couple of things I, I I did like tonight, Punk. You know, when he came out briefly tonight, he said, "Hey, I'm not even supposed to be here tonight. I'll see y'all on Collision." I did kind of like that. He showed up, but he still made a point to say, hey, "I'm a Collision guy. You won't see me on Dynamite much, but we're in Chicago tonight, so I'm here, but I'm a Collision guy." Well, and then. Uh, if, be if, well, because if if Kenny and, and Omega or uh, Kenny and the Bucks had come out, they would have gotten booed out the yeah. out the the uh, place tonight. That's I think that's what I read. That's why he was there to get that pop. And then like they weren't there, they they did their stuff in the back, like recorded. It was all recorded, pre-recorded stuff because they didn't want them to get booed mm-hmm. um, because they would have gotten booed after Punk just lit into them the other night and they were on fire for that. So you know they were going to be. Um, the heel when they're coming into a match where they're supposed to be the faces. So I think that was more of a that man a smart move by Tony Khan. Hey, I mean, let me ask let me ask you this: Do we think that what happened in Chicago Saturday night is an anomaly? Does is Punk going to get cheered everywhere he goes, or will no. he get booed at other places? Because I, I mean, mean, Chicago is is Chicago. It's going to be a mix. Yeah, yeah. He's going to get a reaction though. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, it's kind of what like a John Cena. You know, you either love him or you hate him, but he always gets a big reaction. Yeah. Same, yeah. same deal. Well, like yeah. Roman Reigns. I mean. Yeah. 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 But, hey, and speaking uh, of that, Brandon, you're right. You you must have been reading my mind good because segue. the the third off the topic is into the bloodline? Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> what about the ending? That they're not. No, I know we're not. I mean, but we've got a pay per view coming up that we'll talk about next week. But what what a way to to kind of finish or get to the end of this this story that's been told for the last three years. Cinematic masterpiece on SmackDown Friday night. It was phenomenal. I mean, Jay Jay Uso is Jay Uso has been fantastic in this run as main event Jay Uso, and then I I I was watching it in bed, laying down, you know, just relaxing, watching the whole segment. I physically sat up and popped myself when he said, and I'm out too. Wow. I, it was the, it was great. It was fantastic. Um, sets up civil war at uh, money in the bank. So I'm excited. I'm really excited about that. But you said this kind of getting to the end of the story. I don't think this story, I think this story is far. Well, from it's just, well that's why I said question mark, question mark. Cause yeah. you know, there could be there's a lot of things they can do with this and the civil war thing I think is going to be interesting and we'll talk about that next week. Hopefully, get together. We'll we'll recap um, uh, this week's show, and we'll we'll uh, talk about that one. But I just man, uh, they got there's other there's other family members they could sign. There's all kinds of ways that they could you know really continue this on. I mean, what what do you guys think gonna happen? I'm gonna actually take a little contrarian approach. You know, got K over there popping, and oh, this is the best cinematic masterpiece. And it was well done. There were elements of it I loved, like this the the quiet thing where where Sammy's back there and he walks by, and you know, having that element into it. Uh, so I mean, and and then the way it was done, the I'm out and I'm out too. That was good. But we knew this was coming. I mean, this there's no surprise. You know, like like when when Seth turned on <laughs> the Shield back in the day, that came out of nowhere. That was a 
oh, you know, kind of a, a we knew this was happening. You know, we, we it, it took them three months to get here. And so you knew that on this day, this was going to happen. And uh, it was told well, but there was no surprise element. And I don't think we've seen a surprise in this whole run up ever since WrestleMania. Everything has been very, you know, this is going to happen. You know, this is going to happen. So to that element of it, the actual surprise and, and intrigue, I've been a little bit underwhelmed. Is it being told well? Absolutely. But as far as a surprise or a shock i'm not getting that you know I, i'm i'm so i love ted lasso right and ted lasso just finished the third season and they asked jason sudeikis are you coming back and he's like i don't know if we need to right like sometimes more is less and here's my concern now with this story as well as they're doing right now if you go too far with it it it's it could be bad and, and i guess like my concern NWO-esque where yeah, I it mean, kind of got where it was so much and it just ran it to I, the ground? I don't think we're there yet. My 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 concern is that they're going to try to milk it and milk it and milk it and milk it. And, yeah, you could bring other people in, but does it have the same effect? And you're right. It's the NWO thing, right? It's exactly what happened. I mean, not exactly what happened, but it's the same point I'm trying to make. There's a, There comes a point where you have to leave it alone and you have to let it go. Um, otherwise, you're just trying to get more out of it than, than is there. Listen, like I said, we're not there yet. I, I love the whole story still. But so the Civil War thing happens at Money in the Bank. What's next? Like, what are you, you going to do after that? I think that's the intrigue of it. I mean, I think that's that's where what that to Matt's point, being surprised. Well, what where do they go after that? What is what is what's next after that? Because I know this, we'll talk about it next week. I don't, I don't see I don't see Roman and Solo losing to the Usos. Something's got to happen, but that's next week's conversation. But um, to your point, Jeremy, what's the bloodlines carrying WWE right now? That is the main storyline that people tune in to see. They are they are invested in the bloodline story. So if you I, and I get what you're saying, it, I, it it will run out of legs eventually. But right now, what else is there? I mean, what else is there to make you tune in every week? Well. I- on SmackDown, nothing. Yeah, I mean, Bronson there Reed. On, there are yeah, Bronson Reed and um and, and almost, but Omos, whatever his name is, K. I don't even care. Okay, that <laughs> wasn't even me. <laughs> the point is this: well, I just know how much you love him. I do. There are a lot of things on Raw they could do that that could carry. I mean, there are a lot of things right now that I, I enjoy personally. It has nothing to do with the bloodline. Like I'm. I, I, the comedy part now of Sammy and KO is great to me. I love that part of it. I think what they're doing with Seth uh, is great. I, you know, I hope he doesn't lose the fan. That's next week. But I, I, I think there, there are some things they could do. I mean, Seth has carried that company before, and we could argue that even during the bloodline thing, he was still carrying the weight of a lot uh, throughout that whole thing. So, you know, I, like I said, it's going to run out of legs. My, I just don't have – we've talked about this before. I don't have the faith in WWE to – end it when they need to and not go too far, I guess, is my my only thing about it. No, but they'll, they'll ruin a good thing, for sure. Right. And we don't want them to do that because we've enjoyed it so much. Seriously, it's the, it's the best thing in WWE that we've talked about or had in how long? For a long time. And so if they ruin it, then it's like, crap, let's go to dark again. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, uh, that's going to wrap up our off the topic. Let's, let's hit our topic tonight, fellas. And that's Forbidden Door. Man, there's some pretty huge matches here um, that we've got to predict and try to do our best to get them all correct 
as we usually don't do because they do a good job. It's not like WWE where we can uh, get a, you know, seven out of seven, eight out of eight, you know, they're easy. There's some of these that are pretty predictable, but there's some good ones in here. And um, I'm just going to start the top of my list here. Um, The, I guess it's the, uh, uh, I guess the pre-show match, Athena versus Billy Starks. It's the first round of the uh, women's Owen cup tournament match. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't know who Billy Starks is. Do you, do you guys know? I had to look no, her up. I had to look her up tonight. <laughs> I don't. I mean, and I'm pretty versed in wrestling, and there's not too many that I don't at least never heard of, but I don't know who she is. is it Rika you got to get back to watching Dark. She was a Dark's darling. I think she's 18, if I remember her oh. right. And she's like just brand new, but like a wrestling phenom and, and really talented. But, you know, Athena, and I haven't watched much ROH, but I, I really like Athena's new edge. Uh, so that it'll be fascinating to hear what y'all think about. You got the 18 year old phenom against the woman. I think it's the squash match. Athena wins myself. That's who I'm going with. Yeah, I got Athena. Athena, a quick, uh, just uh, maybe they'll let this Billy start to do something a little bit pre show, good thing, but Athena wins pretty easily. Yeah, It'll absolutely not be a squash match. I mean, they're they're going to let let it go because they can wrestle. I mean, they, it's kind of like we talked about a little while ago with Oscar and uh, uh, Bianca Belair or Io Sky and Bianca Belair. When you can wrestle, let them just go out there and, and put on the show. And and I think we're, we're going to see that uh, Athena is probably one of the more underutilized talents in AEW. And I think they're going to make her look good on this thing, but you need a good dance partner to look good. And Billy Starks is very talented. And I think that she will do the job in more than one way. Yeah. I was going to say, Matt, I, <laughs> you said underutilized, but man, they had to spend some money to get her over there. And like, for what so far, you know, like, uh, so I think she'll win. I'm just looking at the bracket, you know, I mean, I, what are you building for it? When you look at what's on that half of the bracket, do you get a, a Nyla Athena semi and one of those takes on Britt Baker? Or I, I don't know, but uh, I think Athena will win. But I, you're right, man. They just have not used her in the way that you – I mean, when she came to WWE, that was a big deal. They made a big deal out of it. And AEW just kind of been like, hey, here's another one uh, to go in there. And I think she's a lot more talented than a lot of people that they do trot out there, you know, night after night. So I'll go with Athena also. Um, I'm taking Athena. Uh, I – I'm with you, Matt. I know it's crazy. I'm with you, though. Uh, I don't think it'll be a squash either, only because this is a good time to highlight two women that are underutilized in the division. And it's on the pre-show. And is this the only pre-show match so far yeah. that we know of? So that far. is all that's been announced. Okay, so else, but. so my thing is, this is this Owen Cup is a good chance to showcase Athena. I think she'll beat Billy Starks, but I think it'll be a good – 10 15 minute match that both of them get some offense in and it's a good chance for billy starks to see where she's at because athena is a very good in-ring wrestler she's she's very good at wrestling so it's a good chance for billy starks to kind of okay where am i at now in my career where am i at my progression i know i'm only 18 but where am i at now so i think it'll be a good match but i think athena wins and uh i mean i i say 10 to 15 minutes but athena wins okay I mean, I, the only reason I think squash just because I don't know who she is, but I mean, you guys are probably right. They'll probably give her something. If it was on the main show, it'd be one of those uh, bathroom break uh, matches for for Kyle there, uh, you know. But uh, since it's on the pre-show, they're probably going to try to sell a few more pay-per-view buys, so they probably want to try to 
you know, now that I think about it, they want to try to now we don't know. There may be some other matches that they add. Um, you know, we still have Dynamite and Collision before the show, which is still crazy to me. They have, you know, they're having this on Sunday. There's still two more like three hours worth of wrestling before this show. And so they, you know, we we technically could have some more matches even on the main card added. Um but uh, I'm sure there'll be at least one or two more pre-show matches at some point. Yeah, they don't they don't need to add any more on the main card. So this this thing doesn't need to go till one o'clock in the morning. Last <laughs> year, I was telling uh, I was telling uh, Brett this earlier, but they had four pre-show matches last year and nine uh, on the main card. If y'all and, and you mentioned that, Kay, last year it lasted forever. I felt yes. like it was way too long. Um, but even the, even the matches last year were eight, nine minutes, six minutes, twelve, and five and a half on the pre-show. So I think they get a little bit of run unless they add some more on there. I think I think you're right. They probably get a little bit of run. You're gonna to try to sell tickets. Last year on the pre-show, they had you know, uh, you know Max Caster, they had Keith Lee, Lance Archer. So it's you know it's they obviously feel like it's important to have these two on there, and I think that maybe they can do that with those two. All right, so we'll go to the next one here: um, AEW Women's World Championship match, Tony Storm versus the New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Women's Champion Willow Nightingale. Um, now I don't know if you guys, if y'all or keep up with, with how that she won this title, but she was actually wrestling, uh, Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet. Um, and she got injured. Monet did. And it was actually planned to be put the belt on her, but Monet got injured, made a call in the middle of the match, puts Willow Nightingale over. Now she's the first ever, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Women's Champion. So I don't know if you guys knew that story, but I thought that was fantastic um, for Monet just to, to have the thought in the middle of the match, knowing she's really injured, really bad, and just to finish the match and put her over. That was a, I mean, that's a professional right there, uh, to say the least. And I, I just, I think that's a class act right there. She could have continued to finish the match and then gave it up, but she let her take that moment now and Willow Nightingale is now elevated because she has beaten her. I don't think she's elevated here. I'm going with Tony storm. She keeps the title. I disagree with you, Brad. I mean, I'm, I'm picking, I'm picking with you. I, th- I think Tony storm wins, but I don't think she's elevated at all because it's almost like for whatever reason with this uh, new Japan and AEW thing, they don't really mention Sasha Mercedes. Like they never, for whatever reason, that's that part of in new Japan is not coming over. So I, I almost feel like that match never really happened. I, I know they briefly mentioned it, I think on uh, collision that, you know, that's how she won the title. But after that, you know, it's not like you don't, I would think you, well, we you know, really we know about it though. We know I'm talking about as far as we know about it though. But that doesn't really mean anything. Like, oh, she got she got a kind of a, of a win in Japan. You know, it's things happen in Japan, and we know that. I don't think that makes her a bigger star here in AEW. She's still kind of that mid card, you know, but fun her, person. Her holding watch. a belt. Her her holding a belt. I mean, at least gives her some cl- some. Cl- uh, Everybody's got a belt in AEW right now. We got Ring of Honor. And- we got that's, US that's, titles that's from Japan. Part. I got a belt. You got a belt. But if you, you like don't the, know what the belt is, then what does it matter who's who's holding it? Like, I've never heard of the strong, strong women's championship. championship. A brand new belt. They just uh, just added. It's for their. It's to for their point, US. Man. It's for their US branch of New Japan Pro Wrestling over yeah. here. 
and and they talked about that. It was either Saturday night or one of their shows last week. They actually did talk about her winning that. I'm not listen. I'm not on board with Brett necessarily on this. I think they're trying really hard to push her, and I just don't think they're having any success with that. I, I mean, you're right, Matt. She's or, or Kayo, it's, it She is a mid card. Like of all the women in that in that division, could you ever believe that she would be the one carrying the belt? And I just don't think she can. I like Willow though. I, I like well, her. I think it's she's not and, that I don't like her. Are, but you guys are taking an odd proportion here. I didn't say that she was like <laughs> top level. I just said it elevated her from where she was. She was at nothing, and now at least she's you know something. And uh, yes, she's she's <laughs> she's more than we had for Billy Starks. Okay, she's in a title <laughs> match on the pay per view at least. Okay. I know. So that's that was my point. I didn't say that, you know. So was Natalia. I, I don't think she has any too, chance to win it. She's not anywhere near in Tony Storm's class to win this match. Don't get me wrong at all. I just think at least that gives her something. Now she's she has a title, so it makes her look stronger. Even though we know it, it she doesn't really. She's not really strong as the top. I think that puts her in the mid card area. That's that was my. She goes from not even being any any title matches at all. So now at least she has a belt and a title. So now she's in the middle of the pack versus just being down with like, what's the blue, not blue ice, blue, what's her name? Sky Blue. Like she comes out, she's cool, she does matches, but what do we know about Sky Blue? Oh. <laughs> she's from Chicago. She got a big pop the other night. That's it. Yeah. yeah her yeah, mom's always in the front row. That's yeah. Okay, yo. She, any, anytime pop. Sky Blue is in the ring, it is but not a match. match. She yeah. was on the same level as Sky Blue. Now she has a title, so now she's at least above her. Like this is what I'm talking about. Just elevated somewhat. Okay, Brett. Okay. We, I'm just saying, uh, y'all acted like I put her as like <laughs> top, top of the card match. I didn't, you I used just, the word elevated. That's no, literally it what it means. Elevated. I said elevated from where she was. If you take an elevator, you can so go he, up so one he floor. She was at the very bottom, and now she's yeah. not at the very bottom. But yeah. yeah. You can be on the ground floor, and you can go up one floor, and that's elevated. Not She went from floor. nothing now to something. no differently now, but she's a fun wrestler. When she comes out, she brings energy. She does the dancing. She gets good crowd reactions, but it, it's – that you know, and that's one of the good thing about AEW is they've got a good mid card. They've got stories yeah. in the mid card, and that's one thing that you, you're kind of starting to see with WWE a little bit. They're trying to you know develop the the, the mid card a little bit more, but that's she's been zero elevated from this. She just has some random title, you know, from some random promotion, and okay, you know, <laughs> okay. here we are. I, wow. I agree. I agree to disagree with you a little bit there. It's okay. This is uh, what I'm here for, by the way. This is what I'm, <laughs> I'm the only one that has picked this match. I'm guessing since you guys all love Willow Nightingale so much, y'all are all going with her. Incorrect. Uh, I took Tony. Tony Storm wins. Yeah. Tony it's, Storm. It's Tony time. But I do think this will be a really good match because one thing about Willow is she doesn't fight like a woman in the ring. Like, she, she goes. Like, she will... I guess strong style is a, a good word for it. She will they legit shots and her and Tony will go back and forth. So I think it'll be a physical match. And I think it'll be a good match, but will ain't no, no chance that Willow's winning this. It's Tony nope. storm. No sure. chance. You said, huh? No chance. Yeah. I said. And to be clear, I don't even think Tony storm is a upper card person. I think uh, she's probably the top of the mid card, but I mean, she's no Britt uh, Baker. You know, that, okay. that, Rhea, she's not. <laughs> we lost Brandon. Wait, 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 wait. Did you time out, Matt? Time out. Did you just say Tony Storm's under Soraya? Yes. No. What? 
What? Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Watch out. He was made college. <laughs> oh, man. I had to leave on that one. But... Who draws money? I mean, she basically sits down as her finisher. She puts your head between your legs and sits down. <laughs> that, that's her finisher. What does Soraya do? Yeah. Soraya can't even wrestle. This is my house. That's all she does. It's, it's her house. She's walking around doing L's and spraying spray paint on people. She ain't been in the ring. She Soraya. got that from Fortnite. Come but on, she's still, man. But she's still the marketable person. I mean, you, you can talk Just about. she had a movie. She draws money. <laughs> That's something. How many movies have been about Tony Storm? Tony Storm is a, an attractive <laughs> hey, don't get started there. person. <laughs> you just can't watch it. Easy, Brandon. There's a, I'm sure there's a website that has Tony Storm videos on there. I'm just saying. It costs some money, though. I'm, anyway, that was okay. I'm sorry. Proceed, Brett. I'm, I'm sorry. <sighs> no, y'all are good. I'm just I'm mind blown. I'm mind blown about Soraya being over Tony Storm. Soraya ain't wrestled in a ring in 10 years. And she's out go. here. Anyway, sorry. go ahead. All right. Clean sweep for that one. Let's go on to the next one. We got this one. I think, I mean, there's some good match in this card, but this one could be one of those, like, I wouldn't say surprise because there's a lot of good wrestlers in this match, but one of the underrated ones that could be, you know, one of the better matches. Uh, the fatal four way match for the AEW International Championship Orange Cassidy defends versus Zack Sabre Jr. Wow. He's, he's amazing in the ring. We got Shibata and Daniel Garcia. So, and no, no spoilers, but for them, but th- they set this match up perfectly tonight too. It was a yes. great tag team match. Yeah. They set it up perfectly. They announced it, and I, I just like I like the the four of them in the ring at the end. How they you, you'll well, see you, it when you go watch. But you could kind of uh, see where this was going last week when that when yeah. Garcia walked up with Zack Saber Jr. There, I thought it was going to be a triple threat. Then when they said Shibata. Okay, there's your fatal four. Right. I didn't know this was be announced, but it makes sense. So you got yeah. three guys that have titles in this match. There you go, Matt. Everybody's got a title. Everybody's got a title. <laughs> three guys. Except Daniel Garcia. Garcia is the only one without a title. So Garcia um, wins then, right? Oh, you're going with Garcia. So no, I'm not going with Garcia. No, 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 hear no, that? No, no. Are we putting all the titles on the line on this one? Is it like some sort no, of No, the only crazy? title on the line is the International Championship. Orange only, the, only the All-Atlantic. Now, if, if, <laughs> here's my theory on Cassidy. If he can win against 29 guys or however many he faced last time, they surely can beat three other guys. So I'm going with Orange Cassidy. Yeah, I've got Orange Cassidy. I went Cassidy. with the field last time, and he, and he, and he beat me. That was my yeah, one downfall there last time. Yeah. I'm going with Orange Cassidy, and I'm going to tell you, it, in my opinion, I know the four-way last year with, with, with the Adam Cole and those guys was a great one. But I thought last year the best match of the night was Orange Cassidy and Osprey. That was my opinion from last year, and I think it's gonna we could have the same thing again with these four guys. I'm going with Orange Cassidy again too, just because I think that I think that's how they I think they value him uh, in AEW in that way, and and I think it's, he lost last year in that match to Osprey, and I think this is the match that he could win. I don't think that that Saber Shibata win because I don't think that you're going to see them on TV enough. So it's him or Garcia, and I think it's. It's Orange Cassidy. Who, that who was takes, my point, Jeremy. Who takes the pin? We think Garcia takes the pin. Garcia, Garcia takes the pin for sure. Um, that was my point. Going to be my point though, Jeremy. And let's let's use let's use AEW logic here. Zack Saber Jr. just showed up on TV last week. He ain't been on TV in months, so he ain't winning the title. He's already got a title. He ain't winning the title. Uh, Shibata, 
New Japan wrestler, he ain't winning the title. They're not going to give it to Daniel Garcia. So, yeah. The Ask only it. thing is they talk about being able to, to represent that title all over the world. It, could it be a situation where one of those two win it and somebody goes and wins it back? I mean, that that's a legitimate thing. I don't, I don't, I don't think, think Tony Khan's going to take it off AEW television because then what would he open the – Open the show with you. Open oh. the show with an Orange Cassidy match. Every match, every week. What's Orange tonight, Cassidy time out. Was tonight opened with Orange Cassidy? No, no. Okay, good, good. All right. Not good. That's my. F- I thought that his theme song was part of the intro. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> every week, though, Jeremy. Every week. Yeah. Listen, I think for what he died, you know, we could. Ar- I'll argue I love that OC. guy. Listen, when I first I started it. watching AEW, I thought this guy needs to get off the screen. And now we're here two and a half, however many years later, and I'm like. If the, if this guy wasn't on the show, I may not. I, I mean, it's like it, give me more orange. Yeah. I, I love Orange Cassidy. I just don't want to see him open the show every Wednesday night. Well, That's Kyle's going to love tonight's opening because I, I remember our last show or either last show or two shows ago, he talked about how much he still wants to see the Hardys every week. Oh my they open God. the show tonight. <laughs> I can skip the first match. Is what you're yes. saying? Well, no, the match is good. No, the match match is good, and the, there's a good the there's something good at the end of it. Good storyline, so don't skip okay. it. Okay, all right, all right. I'll suffer through it. Uh, I got OC. I'm taking Cassidy. I got okay. Orange Cassidy, and uh, I, I, I don't like Jeremy. I, I like watching Orange Cassidy, and I think this is going to be a fun match. You know, I probably the way they set it up tonight made made me want to want to see it even more. Mm-hmm. It's like if they would have just announced it last week and not done anything tonight, probably like, oh, it would be a fun match. But now I'm like invested in seeing how it goes. I think Orange Cassidy wins. Yeah, the, the fun thing with Forbidden Door, the fun and bad thing about it is there, there's a lot of prescription as far as who's got to win because you've got two different brands and obviously they're not going to be doing too much intermingling. And you, you do put Daniel Garcia in this match to take the loss because you protect the, the New Japan wrestlers in this. Zack Sabre's actually been, from what I, I haven't been watching Ring of Honor, but I've seen some clips where he's been doing more Ring of Honor. So he's been on uh, TV a little bit, at least under the AEW properties, but I don't think they're going to give him the title in, in this. I think we're going to get a banger match. That's why they have the four. And that way Garcia eats the pin and Orange Cassidy can win it. And we all get to enjoy the forbidden door of the of the uniqueness of the match, but at the end of the day, Orange Cassidy is going to keep it. I agree with Kyle. There you go. Yeah. All right, we all agree there as well. So we're going to move on to the next one here. We got CM Punk versus Satoshi Kojima. First round Ooh. of the of the yeah of the Owens Cup tournament. Satoshi Kojima, Kyle. Um, I'm just going to say CM Punk first one-on-one match. There is no chance. There's what? You know know what that, you know that song? There's no chance. Here we go again. There's no chance that CM Punk loses this match. I'm going with CM Punk. CM Punk's actually going to get someone older than him. Yeah, 52. Kojima's like 50-something. 52. I'm re- Here's yeah. a sentence that will maybe make you change your mind. He is considered to be one of the greatest Japanese professional wrestlers of all time. He was the first wrestler to hold in, uh, New Japan's heavyweight championship. Doesn't change my opinion. Punk's one. First wrestler? Does that mean he's like 70? 80? He's, 50, he's 52, Brett. I mean, the guy's it, early life is written in black and white and black and white pictures on this guy on Wikipedia. And yes, I'm using Wikipedia as a reference now, and that's okay. You can do that in school now. You know, they'll allow you to, but uh, Punk's going to win. Punk's going to win. 
Don't come uh, to my class, Jeremy. I'll, I'll take hey, you listen, out to the woods. Hey, listen, mine either, <laughs> but, but they're mine either. I'm just telling you, there are a lot of teachers now who will say, yeah, well, I wouldn't use it as a resource. Uh, mainly because be I can write whatever I want anyone. to. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of reasons why, but that's but a whole How would you just like say you might as well just put, uh, you know, chat G- GPT in there resources as well? <laughs> oh, let's don't talk about that. Jeez. <laughs> Right, I'm going to give you a challenge right now because you're very technologically savvy. You need to get us a window with a chat GPT, you know, a, a, yeah. like a sixth person sometime just to have ask him questions like, who is this Kojimi person? And, you know, we can have like a little a little running thing with what chat GPT thinks about what we say. That's oh, actually a great that. idea for a whole new show. Yeah. Heyo, Matt, and chat GPT. I'm- <laughs> I'm in. That that could be entertaining. I mean, definitely be entertaining. And then, so basically, Chat GPT would be the referee of the match. Yeah, they'd yeah, be going yeah. back and forth, and Chat GPT would tell us who wins. Off the mat with Chat GPT. <laughs> there you go. Off the mat with KO. KO and Matt. There it yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, uh, off the mat yeah. with KO and Matt. KO KO to the mat. So he's no, Why do I got to get pinned? No, oh, KO, like you're KO'd to the mat. Like when you get KO'd, you go to the mat, you fall on the mat. Right. We are anyway. we are definitely falling you're apart. You're taking here. the L, KO. You got the spray paint. We got the... <laughs> right there. From, and you'll be Soraya spraying me with it? Right. Okay. Well, is, is there anybody that's not taking CM Punk here? I'm taking the name I can pronounce, CM Punk. Wow. One CM Bill Phil, baby. As well. One, One Bill Phil. One Bill Phil. <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking CM Punk and I'm looking forward to that CM Punk Samoa Joe because I figured that's what you get in the second round. But I'm like I can't tell who's going to come out of the other side. I haven't even looked at the whole thing. I mean, so, I, I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to ask maybe this might be a dumb question, but what do you get for winning that little fancy Owen Cup belt like that? Does that get nothing. you anything? Like, no. is there last a last year when Britt and Adam won it, they did nothing with it. They like, carried the belts around for like a month and then, but it was cute you, how it matched. Can you cash it in for like a title shot? Like, can we make this mean something? Because otherwise, why do I care who wins the Owen Cup tournament? You don't. But at the Owen end of the day, it. it's just a way to needle WWE because, hey, we're going to talk about Owen Hart and have Hart family people on our television show. They'll come it's on like, ours. It's like their version of King of the Ring. Of course, WWE, all they do is add King to their name for a year and they run around with King, King Corbin or, you know, King was it King? Don't king forget, they got to get the accent too. You got to get the accent. Mm, yeah, so you talk like a king. Yeah, I, I think, don't know. Hey, by the way, Brandon, it's going to be Hobbs and Starks. Yeah, on the other side, so and then the, Joe I, I, and Punk. I think you're going to get. I think you're going to get Joe and Hobbs because I think the other two are going to be locked up into something else. Anyway, you're not going to get. They're not going to put Punk in the finals. They're going to Punk lose. Something's going to happen. Anyway, that, we'll talk about maybe it later. We get, maybe we get Punk, at, Punk and Starks. I could get behind that. Uh, who would you put? Anyway. All right, anyway, well. Continue. All right, so so we all, another another sweep. We all went with CM Punk. The next one's interesting. We can't okay. all pick the same. We, well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change. You can. Next, you, you can be the contrarian, KO. Pick a wrong match. So, I will. I will. This Tell next me one, when I lie. This next one's going to be different. This next one could be, could be difficult. Okay. Good. We got the BCC. Versus the elite in a ten man tag match. Now I'm a little disappointed that this isn't something tag. more than just a ten man tag. Like, can we get uh, another like 
you know, crazy match, like make some crazy stipulations other than just like a 10 man tag match. And you got to name the five for BCC for Kyle because he and for the elite because he's trying to figure out who's all in it. Yeah, I'm confused. Okay, <laughs> you should here be. we go. There we got go. Four in the B- Bell BCC, of course, you know, now Brian Danielson's in another match, so he can't count. Oh, Tanahashi. So uh, got Combat is going to take, yes. You've got Moxley, Yuta, and Casanoli. You got Takeshka and Shada Umino. I know you know who that is. It's that, isn't that the, is that the guy with the weird haircut? I can't remember. No, that's the guy that was against Jericho tonight. So oh, Danielson's yeah, yeah. not even wrestling in it? No, he's, he's got another match. match. He's, he's in the Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, so right. that's your Black Cool Combat Club. And then you've got your the Elite, which Omega is also in a match. Right. So you've got Hangman Adam Page, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Eddie Kingston, which you know how much he hates John Moxley. So he's he's the, what is it, your, uh, your enemy of my enemy is your friend, whatever that saying is. He's joining up with them. And then he uh, announced... At the end of the the night, while well, ago, he and that's the mystery partner. Um, who was that? Uh, Jeremy Ishii. Ishii, yeah. Ishii, right, right. So, so, so Yamino, how we say his name? We're going to go with Yamino. He was actually in Forbidden Door last year. Uh, oh. He was with uh, Kingston and Yuta against Jericho Guevara and Suzuki uh, last year. So he's. I guess one of those guys want to come oh, up and do that. Is that the big bald guy? No, he's not that bald. That chops really hard? No, that's Tomohiro Ishii. Yeah, you're Tomohiro Ishii. Oh, I'm talking Ishii. about Yamino. I'm sorry. I got my Ishii and Ishii's <laughs> messed up. I apologize. Yamino you, uh, kind of has some – he's got some cool hair, man. That dude looks like he's got a nice nice flow. Uh, but Ishii is bald, and he's got the crazy eye. We, were, Me and Brett were actually on here waiting on you guys when, when he came out, and I was like, man, that guy, I don't, if I see him in, a, in an alleyway, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like that that Blackpool Com Black Club picks up the win here. I think they're going to do something shady. Um, I just I don't know. I, I feel Don like that. Callus. Yeah, Callus is involved. He already he already kind of was talking to um, Osprey. He's been scheming against Omega. I think BCC wins here um, in this match. I'm going to agree with you, Brett, uh, just because, I mean, they, they've been kind of going back and forth and trading wins, and Hangman and the Elite or, and the Bucks got the win on uh, on Dynamite last week, so I think uh, the Combat Club is getting their win back, uh, and, and maybe it ends up uh, being on Ishii to where you keep the kind of, you know, oh, he wasn't in the match, things would have been okay, and sets up another rematch, but I, I think he got the BCC for me as well. I definitely think we're going to get another rematch with Omega and Danielson involved in it as well. Um, yeah, I want to be different, but I'm. Come on, KO. I, I, I agree with Matt. Everything Matt said, I'm taking the BCC. I'm going to go BCC also. You know, last year after Forbidden Door, the next Dynamite had our favorite thing ever, Blood and Guts. And could you get a Blood and Guts match the next, you know, next week potentially with, with, uh, BCC and the elite. The, the interesting thing is, obviously, the, you have the two New Japan guys who are going to be leaving. They won't be there for Blood and Gus, but you could add back Omega and Danielson if you want to keep Kingston there. Then you got five on five, and so maybe that's maybe that's what's next. Um, but yeah, it could be it all, way. all in or all out. One of those two. It could be. Uh, it could 
kind of the uh, the end of the uh, feud there, possibly. That's how I would end it. I mean, truthfully, I would end it in blood and guts. Um, I just think the elite can afford to take the loss and it doesn't hurt them at this point. I mean, they're they're not riding any kind of high in BCC's. You know, they're at this high right now. Uh, with all the stuff they're doing with the Kesta and Callus right now, I don't see how they don't win as, as the night goes on. Yeah, what all you guys said, I agree. Uh, BCC's going to win this one. Uh, I thought we'd be different, but I guess not. I was hoping. Well, we got time. That, we got that time. made such a good point that I just I couldn't yeah. argue it. Yeah. All right, the next one, we got a six-man tag match. We got Team Jericho, which is Jericho, Guevara, and Suzuki versus Team Sting and Darby Allen and the TBA, which will be announced on Saturday night. So I don't know if that makes any difference, but they're, they're not going to announce that partner until Saturday. Um, I'm going with Team Sting here. I think uh, here, here's what I think. Either the partner that they get is going to be a really good one and it's going to make the match. Or does Sammy Guevara get, finally get tired of Chris Jericho and he – because, you know, he was he was about to get – fed up with him and Jericho kind of reamed him in last week. I think that was on dynamite where he came out and he kind of talked him down. Um, and the crowd was getting behind Guevara a little bit after his big match in the, in the four pillars match, they were kind of getting behind Guevara a little bit. I think maybe Guevara is tired of Jericho and, and ends up costing him or, you know, screwing the match over. So I'm going to go with, uh, with team sting here. So I saw Tony Khan's, booking sheet of paper that he carries around, folds up in his pocket. Chris Jericho is going to win this match. Guevara, Suzuki, they're going to win. If you, I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you what's on the booking sheet. Is Sting has been saying for weeks now and months that he knows what is going to be his final thing. He knows it will be him and Darby. He wants Darby involved. I think that this is going to set up another tag team match between Sting, Darby, and Jericho and Sammy, where I do think Sammy then will help Sting win. I didn't realize Sting and Jericho haven't been in the ring together before. And so I, I think I think it? this is going to be Sting's, like we're seeing the last couple of matches for Sting. I think there's two more. I think there's this one. And I think by the tag team match where uh, Sting will get his win against Jericho at Wembley. That's just what, I, that's just what was on Tony's sheet. Uh, don't hold me to that. But I think Jericho wins round one to set up round two. Subject to change. If he gets his eraser out, yes. His mechanical pencil. Or, Vin, a, or Vince gets a hold of it. Oh, boy. I, I'm going to go. I, first off, I don't like what they're doing with Sammy. I think they're they're force-feeding him to be a baby face, and I don't like that. They're, I get it. His wife's having a baby. Congratulations. That's awesome. But that doesn't make you a baby face. Like, that, that in, its, in and of itself doesn't make you a baby face. I think it's almost – a little cringe how they did last week with him coming out and trying to cut this promo and he's all baby face. Now I just, I'm fine with Sammy being a baby face, but let it happen organically. Like don't, don't force feed it down my throat. Um, I do think Sammy's going to turn on Jericho and I hadn't thought about him doing it after the fact until you said something, Jeremy, but I'm still, still going team sting. And I think Sammy cost Jericho the match against team sting. And Kale, you were talking about you know, uh, Sammy was leaning babyface about a little bit over a year ago. He was starting to go over babyface, go over, baby, and then he got with when him and Ty got together when she was Ty Conti at the time, but Ty Mel. Then and then they started, and then he had to like turn back heel 
because the crowd hated it so much. Well, yeah, because they're coming like, out sticking each other's tongues down their throat yeah, in the middle and, of the aisleway. And, and, like, <laughs> and it like and the affair with the lady he had just proposed to on TV. It's so, yeah. like so they were then they had to force them back to you know a hill, and so now he's been that way. So yeah, I would like you said, I wish they, it was happening organically, and then all of a sudden they had to pivot. And then now, like you said, they're trying to force feed it. But also, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and go on a limb and say the mystery uh, partner is Tetsuya Naito. Okay, because, this guy. Okay, because okay. Jericho, Jer- Jericho's two, two like Jericho's two main matches in New Japan outside the one with Omega were against him. And I saw you know uh, Jeremy and Brett watching tonight. Sting whispered something to Jericho's ear, and Jericho reacted. But then Sting's like, "We'll tell." Y'all, but I think he told Jericho, hey, who it is, and Jericho's eyes got big. So it's going to be someone Jericho has a history with in New Japan. That's just an option, but it could be anybody. But Kenta doesn't have a match either, so he could be an option too. But You know, the other thing about this is, the reason why I think this goes longer is that when I was watching that last Wednesday on Dynamite, it felt like they're using Jericho and Sting to really, to use Brett's word, to really elevate more. Guevara and Darby. Easy, easy. <laughs> I mean, I think that they're they really feel like Darby and Sammy are going to carry this group, you know, in the near future. And that, I think it's their chance to use them to get that. I mean, I don't think they need the rub, but to get the rub from those two legends, I think to kind of partner with them. Um, well, to carry the match too, because you know they can't go well, as long. I mean, it'd be hard. Jericho thing in a match one on one. I mean, how long can that really go? I don't want to see that. One At least one. Sting keeps his yeah. shirt on. Right? I mean, yeah. thank you for that. Jericho the, doesn't look bad, though. Oh, my gosh. For hey, his age, he doesn't well, look bad. Hey, Kyle, okay. what you missed tonight, you missed your favorite uh, old wrestler, uh, Jarrett. He he did a the concession stand match. It was rather entertaining. By the way, terrible. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Reach for the sky. <laughs> Fortunately, we all get our victory over Jeremy because he's wrong on this one. It's going to be Team Sting. Uh, pretty pretty clearly. I mean, has Sting even lost in his AEW career at this point? I mean, I'm pretty sure he's undefeated. Uh, I, I don't think he's taken any any losses, and I don't think he's going to take a loss. I think they're going to use and, – and, and Jericho, to his credit, has not had a problem jobbing at all. He, I mean, he you know, if you need a loss, you know, Jericho will give it to you or get, he'll take it for you. So I think uh, that he will – you know, I think we're going to use the Sammy – Whatever Sting's next angle is, I think this is going to help set that up. And whatever uh, we're going to see with Jericho, I think we're going to get that set up, which seems like it's going to be the, the separation of Sammy and uh, Jericho. So I think uh, Team Sting will win. And I don't know Japan stuff, but if you remember, I guess Great Muda's last match was with Sting and Darby. So maybe there's some connection with that that we might see as well for uh, the mystery partner. And Matt and Matt's picking for me over here. I picked uh, Team Jericho. Okay, I'm gonna get a point on you too. All right, and, so and listen, got... here, I'm gonna I'm gonna advocate for this. If he picks the mystery partner correctly, he gets a bonus point. I'm just gonna <laughs> tell you that's. He basically so went that, to a whole that, other country and just picked somebody. And if he's right, that's worth something, right? Uh, that's a good. That's but good. Matt doesn't get any credit if it's Great Muda. What what's well, if you do for one, you got to do for the other, right? But he didn't really predict. It. He just he just kind of threw something out there. He just threw something at the wall. And I, was, no, I I mean that's my whole career is just picking, throwing something out there and seeing what's uh, all all of us right or most of us. Yeah. Well, no, even Jeremy sometimes too. He just writes a lineup on the sheet and hope it works. Yeah, yeah. and it has not worked many times. 
<laughs> just for the record. Uh, but no, I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't even know. I, I honestly, I wouldn't even know where to start picking who it could be. Truthfully, like, uh, we got to have someone from New Japan in this match, other than uh, yeah, it's got to be because you yeah. usually have somebody on from each, so that you know. Yeah. There's no no need to to have them fight on Forbidden Door if if otherwise, right? Yeah, and Jericho has a history over there, so. Well, maybe it could be like uh, Roman Reigns crossing over to Forbidden Door. Wouldn't that be a Kevin Owens his his a uh, yeah. fellowship of friendship or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. I just <laughs> I'm I'm for the day when it's actually Forbidden Door when just anybody can show up when they can get along and just anybody can show up and put together a huge card and make a big pot of money. Um, to me, that would make that makes so much sense. But you know, too many maybe. people to protect at that point. Yeah. I, I've oh, always ever, thought that, right? Like, how would that? And this was my thing about last year when AEW and New Japan got together. I was thinking, okay, somebody's booking this thing, right? Like, how do they get in the room and decide? Okay, this is who's going to win this. I mean, you got to protect people, and that's hence we're getting a lot of the five on five or the the tag team or whatever. But uh, that's why WWE AEW would never work. Could you imagine if MJF and Reigns like oh. that would be? terrible for whoever lost right like it, it would not be good anyway but i'm with you us four uh, well ko we'll let him involve too we just put together this big tournament anybody just, welcome we just we just book whoever we we just book matches and they have to show up i say we just play rock paper scissors for it in the back and that's yeah. who wins yeah i mean you know in that hypothetical though they're going to be setting up an mjf cody rematch for for that hypothetical Forbidden door. I'd be all in on that. No pun intended. Ooh. But I, I, I would love it. I would love it. <laughs> all right. So the next match we got, fellas, is the for the AEW World Title: MGF versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, I mean, MGF. I mean, yeah. at this point, I, honestly, this. I know they have to book this match, and I think it is going to be a great match. Or he'll have some near falls. They'll they'll try to sell. Tanahashi has a chance here, but they're not taking the belt off MJF here. No. You're right, and I mean this is this gets into where it, it's almost formulaic in the booking as far as we've got you know you got IWGP Championship match and we got an AEW Championship match. They're going to feed him Jungle. They're going to feed him Perry, which is going to be a, a a loss for for Perry. So, and they're going to feed MJF that, and you're going to see no title changes, but you'll see good matches. So, uh, you know, I, I think you're going to see MJF win, and you can put down Sonata for the other one for me while you're you're marking ahead. And uh, I, I think you're just going to. That's just the way they have to book it. I mean, I, yeah. I guess for me, the question is, do they have to book it clean? You know, maybe do we get an interference from Adam Cole or whoever? I mean, th- how much do they want to protect Tanahashi? You don't have to protect Jungle Boy, by the way, while we're talking about that. Like, <laughs> he, he's more Marco Stun at this point for me than he is Jungle Boy until he gets better ring gear. For we'll talk about. He that just needs to. He just needs to get elevated, Jeremy. Well, if he gets on that elevator with Willow, he will get <laughs> elevated. Um, he can win an ROH Pure Championship or something. What does that even mean, by the way? Anyway, that's another story, but. The pyramid, the pyramid's like you can't. There's certain things, there's certain rules that's specific for that belt. Well, that seems. I think, I think there's like, uh, like only no so rope breaks rope and no yeah. punches. And... Yeah, it's well, yeah, no op- no punches. Like they do that anyway, and that what they'll do is they'll knock the ref down, then they'll do a punch. Oh, it's okay then. Yeah. 
I, <laughs> that just seems like somebody who created little leagues that everybody gets a trophy, but that's, you know, whatever. But I can't compete with MJF, so I'm going to go make sure that nobody can punch me or whatever. Anyway, MJF wins. No chance he loses. It's just a matter of how he would, you know, how he, how he wins. And, and I think uh, I'm going to go with MJF winning, but I did, I saw a theory on Twitter the other day. I thought it was interesting. And before it was before tonight, though. So, but they were saying, you know how, because CM Punk had his belt in his bag the other night and kind of saying, hey, I'm still the champ. I'm still the champ. And MJF kept saying he wasn't going to show up for this match. He kept saying, Tony Khan can book it, but I'm not showing up. And, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, Tanahashi's beneath me. So MJF doesn't show up. Punk takes the match, but now Punk has a different match. So it's not going to happen. But Punk takes the match. Wins and it sets up Punk and MJF for who the true champion is, but 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 that's kind of out the window after what happened tonight. But that would but MJF's gonna win and uh, uh, well, I think it'll be a good match. But like I mean, there's no mystery to it. MJF, welcome, welcome back, back Tao. Thanks. I was listening to y'all. I had well, never mind. I I was listening. So, um. Sonata versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Uh, uh, anybody Sonata. taking Jungle Boy here? Marco? No. Polo? Stunt. I, <laughs> I'm i telling you, I, I was – you know, it wasn't that long ago we were talking about him being in a, in a championship match, right? And what the question was, is he worthy? And I was buying into the fact maybe he's worthy of being in that match. And Matt told us he wasn't, and he's not. Like, get the dude off my TV. You can't even take him serious at this point. With that stupid gear. And speaking of belts that are meaningless, what in the world? Hook. FT, F, what is what is yeah, jungle? Don't don't mess with jungle hook, Jeremy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you get a title. You get a title. We IWGP TNT US tag team trios champions. I mean, come on. Tonight just start, the main event was a TBS. Like, what in the world? Just like, start merging all these belts in. Just hey, let's have a unification match every every week. Y'all didn't want them separate. Y'all are saying it's dumb to not give them names. Like y'all were mad about the women's <laughs> world championship and the women's well, universe. They could have gotten a little more creative with them a little bit, you know. At least AEW's are at least AEW's titles are all they're kind of like they're a little bit different. You know, they've got some different get the international. It's borderline yeah. boxing at this point. Like yeah. I wish there was a list of how many boxing world championships there were. There's not one because it's there's not enough paper to write them all down. But yeah. I don't know that I've ever watched Sonata in a match. He's going to beat Jungle Boy, and I, I don't even know. Like, Is that the bathroom match of the night, maybe? I don't think it'll be no, long it'll enough. it'll be a fun match. It'll be a good match. No. But if you're going to take a bathroom break during this. Yeah, I'm not going watch- to watch it. I mean, seriously, I, I'm so out on Jungle Boy. Like, Jungle Boy no mas. Me and Kay will go to the bathroom together. I'm out. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> hey, hey uh, how, Jeremy, did you get your uh, – your, uh, TV setup is the question. Are you ready for this weekend? You know what? Yes, I am. And and if it's if it yeah, it better. Brandon, be. Brandon, you too. Day. Brandon's ready too. Yeah. yeah. Brandon, how you have a better memory than I do? Was it was it at one of the Garland events where Jack Perry actually had like a four or five star match against like somebody like somebody like Sammy Guevara or something like it was a, it was a it surprisingly was, good match. Yeah, it, was the, so it, it was that one, the, not the last one, but the one way, but, and it was the one where the, that's when they had to turn. Uh, it was, it was Sammy and Jungle Boy, but that's when they had to turn Sammy back. Cause he had just got with, uh, he started getting booed that night. Hmm. And it was a solid match. So he can put yeah. on a solid match. He's a good hand. I like Jungle Boy. He's a good hand. I like, 
I like Jungle Boy, but I'm with Matt. They're they're not taking the AEW title off MJF. They're not taking the IWGP title off Sonata. So it's kind of it's predictable booking. It'll be a good match, though. I think it'll be a really good match. I like Jungle Boy, but he ain't winning. I think the better alternative to what they're doing here is not is why don't we get Sonata versus MJF not for the belts, but it's champion versus champion. You know, Dragon like Ball. so now like Survivor Series. Yeah. Then, because then are they worried about who's going to get the loss? Like someone's got to take an L, and then it. Yeah, somebody's got to take the pin, though. Yeah. So then this way they both can win, and they you know stay strong or whatever. I guess. Then let them really fight. Let's go for real. Let's see. Let's let's just let them really box out there. Let's get Butterbean out here and just no. let it go. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah, against all Jack for all. against Jack Perry, please, and in that man, I, I'm so <laughs> over it. Speaking of really, what, what, why, where did this hatred this for Jack is, Perry come from, Jeremy? I, I, I'm not I a Jack Perry guy either. Backstage What's last week, mean? his interview backstage, I was like, why is this dude getting TV time and we can't get Miro or Andrade or Buddy Murphy? Oh, we got them now. We got them yeah. now. They're on Saturdays. We could have had Buddy Murphy. We could have had whoever Buddy else. Saturdays. I, I just, I'm over it, man. Like, th- there comes a point where I just, I can't even take. All right, here's the truth. <laughs> It's like get close, everybody. We got a Uncle Jeremy's gonna tell us some truth now. Okay, how, how do you take how do you take that guy like KO? Look at his <laughs> ring attire, dude. Like his boots look he's like he's a jungle boy. No, he's not. No, he's not. You can't he is. you can't be jungle boy and he's not Luke jungle Perry's man. Yet. He's not jungle man. He's jungle boy Jack Perry. Yeah. yeah, I'd rather have Marco back. I'm just telling you, he's a. He's a modern day no, he's not. Tarzan Maharaja. in the ring. No, modern day Maharaja. The only thing that's more <laughs> the only thing more ridiculous than Jack Perry is his former partner Luchasaurus. What the heck are we doing? He's the TNT champion. Remember, I, 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 I predicted that. Remember, guys, I told y'all that's Christian, not the issue. Christian would not win that match. That Luchasaurus would come take the title. What? What? That, I think. Let Christian tell it. He just won the title. Did you see how he celebrated? <laughs> yeah, he did. Like he won the title. Oh, and the TNT title, speaking of titles that are useless, TNT title is absolutely useless. It's it's hot potatoed more than than a than a nursery rhyme song. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Like it is every you know, hot potato, hot potato. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Um anyway, it's hot potato way too much. The title is meaningless. I don't care who has it at this point. Get it off my television. I don't need to see it anymore. And put it on Jack Perry and let's Next week we'll have uh, the new TNT champion, Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus KO. All right, listen, he'll probably he'll, he'll whoop me because he's quicker than me. But you know what? If I ever get on him, I can pin him. <laughs> okay, all right. The next match we got is uh, Brian Danielson versus Okada. This make it rain. This is going to be a good match. Um, I'm going with Okada here over Danielson. I think, I just think they're gonna they've they've they're gonna put over CM Punk down here below, kind of our balancing act. CM Punk's gonna probably go over. I think this is their their gift back. Danielson's gonna put Okada over, and uh, Okada's gonna win this match. What do you guys think? See, I think your logic is sound, but I'm going to take your logic and flip it. I think that the corresponding match with this is Osprey and Omega. I think Osprey is gonna Omega is gonna put Osprey over, so Bryant so Danielson gets the win on this match. Okay. (sighs) 
Hey, didn't Okada wrestle last year? Yeah, he, at, he was in the North- four-way with Adam Cole and Jay White. Oh, that's right. But Danielson right. did not. Right. Um, I man, and Okada looked really good in that match last year too. I'm torn on this. I, you know, I think it's probably the one match that doesn't have a belt attached to it that we're like, I don't know. This could you it know, could go either way. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm thinking Danielson too. I you know, but I I could see it going either way. I'm 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 on Matt's side here because I do think Osprey's going to win. So I think the the flip there is that you let Danielson win this one. So I'm going to go Danielson, but. Man, it is as 50-50 of a pick as I've ever made, probably. Uh, I'm going Danielson for the same reason that y'all two just said. I, I think Osprey beats Omega, and um, Danielson gets the win over Okada. I'm going to go with Okada. I'm going to be a little different here. And Hey, we finally got something different. <laughs> I, I I picked Okada. Yeah, we got three-two here. We got, oh. So, yeah, I, I, but – yeah, I'm first match we got somebody different. Oh, Jericho match, Come on. Jericho match. We got we got two yeah, we different got Jericho. Okay, I don't know what I'm talking about, guys. Just go on, carry on. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Okada here. Like uh, that that that's why I was I was like I was like don't start the show yet because uh, I'm trying to watch see what Danielson Okada is doing to in Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, this is the I, first time I think in four pay per views Brett and I have a disagreement. So this is yeah. this is big. Well, it's a, I'm just glad it's not targeted at me this it's time. It's a pretty – I mean, but that's one of those – this is one of those picks. It's a WWE that, thing. I could, a, yeah. I, could see this, I could see this going either way, honestly. I, I mean, I won't be mad if I miss this pick because it could literally – you could take a coin and flip it, and you could pick this one, I think. But I, I still agree with you guys. I think Osprey takes the title. Um, It's an IWGP title. Needs to go back to their television where it can be – Obviously, Omega's got some things going on here. Um, he crosses over somewhat, but not near as much as he used to when he he's, was in New Japan all the time. He says he's not going back. I, I was reading an article today where he says he's, you know, he kind of given the pre match stuff, but I, maybe he'll just keep the title in America now because I don't think well, he's and, going back. And Callus costs him the title here. I'm going to just go ahead and say since we had the, they had the little talk with Osprey, Callus and Osprey is going to provide him security tonight. Um, I'm going to say that Callus has a hand in this. And it kind of continues their feud back and forth with the elite uh, BCC thing. Well, since we're moving on, I I, I love Osprey. <laughs> I mean, we just kind of we kind of just left the Danielson Okada, whatever. But you can still talk about it. You can... No, I don't need to. But I I was just it was kind of weird. Anyway, but <laughs> Osprey, I, I, man, that guy for watching last year, like. I think I told you guys before, like, I didn't have any interest or even know a lot about those guys before for Bendor last year. Man, falling in love with some of those guys and how what they do and how great they are. I love Will Ospreay, and I know that, you know, he's the hill in the situation. He's aligned with our boy Don Callis or whatever. But, um, man, I, I, I think the guy could be a huge star. I mean, he's already a huge star worldwide, right? But if he were to stay in America and be on AEW full-time uh, or even WWE, whatever, he could be – like, he could be the guy. Here. So I think he wins the match. I, I really like what the guy does. Love Will Ospreay. Huge Will Ospreay fan. I, I'm like you. I didn't know anything about him until Forbidden Door last year. Uh, watched him in that match with Orange Cassidy and fell in love with him. I mean, he is he is fantastic in the ring. So much so that the other day I was scrolling through the channels, nothing was on TV, and I saw this thing that said New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay. Clicked on it. It was an old from like six years ago Osprey match when he was facing somebody. And I sat there. Well, let me watch this. Will Osprey. I like him. Let me watch. And fantastic. So huge Will Osprey fan. Um, and I think that uh, Osprey gets the win this year over, uh, yep, Omega. 
Yeah, KO, I did I did something similar recently. I, I saw like a New Japan something one. I clicked on it. I saw it says something that Osprey was gonna be so I was like, Oh, it's and I mm. yeah, and I see I had seen him a little bit before. He was one of the rare guys I'd seen before last year, but not a whole lot. But then that, that match with Orange Cassidy, I mean that was like one of my favorite matches and and I've started watching him more and more because of that. And now like him and Omega are two of my favorites to watch. So this match is gonna be incredible. Also, I love Osprey on Twitter. Him and Seth Rollins go at it all the time on Twitter, and uh, it's it's pretty funny that they have a a, a fun. I need to give Osprey a follow. Yeah, it, it, they're very funny. Uh, just because both both have huge personalities, and that's a that's you know this is a dream match. That would be a you know we talked about mix and imagine that would be the yeah. dream match would be Seth and Osprey, but uh, Osprey and Omega that's gonna be fun, and I'm I'm gonna take Osprey for the win. Like you said, I think he gets that title back. And I already spoiled it. I'm, I'm taking Osprey, and I think that's how they get uh, Danielson to win. And even in their rivalry, he's owed one. I think to he's owed probably more than one to Kenny. So I think Kenny is going to redo the favor because those those matches have always been classics. So I expect one more amazing match out of them. So clean sweep there. All right, so um, just some final thoughts on this. Guys, I, I think we kind of all in agreement here. Even though the matches we kind of know or we think we know kind of where they're going to go for the most part, I think and the, and the builds haven't been the greatest. I think the matches in this pay-per-view are what's going to be the thing that makes this pay-per-view great. Not the storylines, not you know who's going to win, Type deal. It's just going to be the matches themselves and the athletes, you know, that we don't see wrestle very often. Um, you got a lot of guys interacting that that don't get to to showcase um, for the American fans that don't watch or haven't seen a whole lot of New Japan Pro Wrestling. It gives uh, them a chance to showcase some of these guys, and you know, possibly at some point, like you said, maybe Will Ospreay. I like Zack Saber Jr. Um, some of those guys that are in New Japan. You know, maybe maybe Tony Khan can get those guys over. And you have two shows now, some more opportunities. You'll probably have another ten belts, according to according to, to Matt. You know, everybody gets a belt. You know, so lots of opportunities to to get them on TV. So I think you know that's the kind of thing where if they do well enough, then maybe TK's like, hey, you guys interested in your contracts up? You know, come over here and I'll, I'll pay you some money. We're expanding and adding some new new shows and. We'd love to have you. So I, I think it's a good opportunity to to get the fans. The, the hardcore fans know these guys. Okay. Like, you know, we're pretty hardcore. We've all heard of at least heard of most of these guys, not all of them. Um, but your your casual fans don't know these guys. And this is a great opportunity to get them some exposure. Um, anybody, y'all want to wrap up? You have any final thoughts on the pay per view in general? Yeah. I think we're going to get a couple more matches Saturday. Um, I, just making some notes here. What does FTR do? You know, does it maybe United Empire or something like that? But you also got, you know, Switchblade and Juice. You know, you kind of have that interaction tonight with those. You know, so what does that look like? The new, um, the new members of uh, Bullet Club Gold. Yeah, the Gun Club. Yeah, and and so, you know, so the question is, if you put Switchblade and Juice and the and the, and the new Gun Club, you know, the Gun Club guys together. Who do you put with FTR? It's not already there. I don't know what in, you know what New Japan guys are there. You know, I'd love to see FTR versus United Empire Aussie Open again. You know, that was a good match last year too. But then, what do you do with Bullet Club? So, 
Um, I think we'll get another maybe one, maybe two matches um, on, on Saturday, which I think could all be really good. You just kind of start looking at who's already in a match and who's left. Uh, and then are there any big returns that maybe happen? I know the storylines – that's why I think, to go way back, the Guevara thing I don't think happens at this pay-per-view because I don't think it needs to, right? And, and so that's kind of why I would think even return-wise, do you is there anybody coming back and would they do it there? I don't think so. Uh, but surely FTR gets a match on this thing. Uh, and I think Switchblade and Juice, I think it's kind of natural to get them in there with, with Bullet Club stuff. New, you know, the Bullet Club people that are in New Japan now, maybe you get a match between those guys. You know, I, I don't know what it what it would look like. I think I think this is the one the one pay per view that I won't be upset that there's not a lot of build or storyline yeah. to simply because this is more of like a dream booking pay per view. Um, you you get this once a year now. Yes, Osprey and Omega have storyline built back in New Japan. Same thing with Danielson and Okada. So they they've kind of got storyline built in. I don't need a full you know month build up to this. Like just give me the matches. Give me some banger matches. That's what I'm expecting out of this pay per view. Some banger matches um, where the outcome. Yes, the outcome matters, but at the end of the day, m- majority of these matches won't matter on AEW television. Like. Yeah. Danielson losing to Okada will not hurt Danielson one bit on AEW television. So um, I'm excited for it. I think it'll be a really good match uh, or a really good pay-per-view. I disagree with you though, Jeremy, I hope they don't add anybody else um, simply because I don't want to be up till midnight, one o'clock trying to watch this pay-per-view and you can't put everybody on there. Like people are going to get left out. Like you can only have a show for so long. Um, And that's my thing. I I do. Maybe it's just one more match. We put somebody with FDR versus. Yeah. Juice. I would rather have FTR on there than Switchblade. Well, I think they're going to be involved. Rock hard, Juice. Robinson. I think rock not, hard. It's not going there, but I think that <laughs> this is a family I, show, guys. Come on, yeah, come on. That's guys. his name. He's rock hard. He's rock hard. All right. I, I think they'll why. all be involved in one match. Is what I probably think it's going to be somehow. We'll let Brandon have the final word because I want to yell at Kyle and then Brandon can give us the optimism what did I do? to end this thing. Kyle, you are part of the problem here. And what where are you <laughs> part of the problem is you are excusing bad AEW booking because you know you're going to get good matches. We talked about it with Double or Nothing that that build wasn't as good as it's been in previous things. And now we've got two straight. We're starting to get into trend mode. We're not getting into, you know, just that. They could have built this up for a year. They could have been planting seeds for six months. Or, you know, even if they didn't get to, get to grow for whatever reason. They had the opportunity to do it. They've been doing lazy booking and you are the kind of endemic fan who is allowing them to get away with this kind of crappy booking you are the problem Kyle and we need to start holding AEW back to the higher standard that we used to hold them to back when they were producing banger after banger 12 match pay-per-views that had every single thing with two to three month storylines Kyle quit being part of the problem and quit enabling bad booking from Tony Khan Brandon make us smile time out can I can I uh, no, retort Brandon, that hey, real quick I can't follow that can I can I retort? Real I just quickly? want a definition I, of I, endemic, please. <laughs> that was going to be my second question. Firstly, though, um, did I not say at the start of my little monologue that this is the one pay per view I will excuse of not having build up and storyline? And then I followed that up with: there's built in storyline already in most of these matches. So 
I'm not part of the problem. I agree. They need to get back to better booking. But for this night, for, for the Forbidden Door pay-per-view, this is one night where I don't really care about the stories because we don't get to see these New Japan wrestlers all the time. What? That's all I'm saying. And y'all, when it comes to AEW, yes, we need better storytelling and better booking. And, but y'all didn't see tonight. Like I thought, the way they ended last week with what Osprey did, uh, Omega did in last week, and then the what they did tonight, which y'all haven't seen yet. I thought that I thought they set this pay, like pay per view up pretty well, considering what it means. Like you know, like because like Kyle said, this is the one, one where you really don't need it. One week. And I thought they, huh? One week. <laughs> you're you're like one week. Oh, they did good well, for one okay, week. Well, yeah. Okay, but the problem is most most AEW pay per views have three months in between them. This is the first one they've had in a long where they only had a month because they just did double or nothing. Like you know, yeah, Matt. Brett, I mean, yeah, sent me a message saying, "Hey, we need to do this at nine o'clock because we're putting six matches on the card from tonight." I mean, that's true. They, they, they did wait. That, that is was- true. But but the four ones they had set, well the three, well no, because Jungle Boy they did. No, two of the the two the two main matches they've built pretty well. I would have bought I would have bought the pay per view off the Okada Danielson Omega Osprey and matches two, if that built, was it on the card. Those two I they built it. well. And you yeah. are justifying lazy booking when AEW set a standard of having twelve matches on pay per views with multiple too much storylines. With all of That's them having much. multiple month storylines, and now you're like, well, two matches. I'll, I'll take two matches. Come on, but, Kyle. But this is the, I don't want twelve. I've told you that. It's I like you're drunk 12. at the bar and justifying the overweight woman at the end of the Whoa. bar, thinking, "Well, Whoa. she ain't so bad. I've had a couple of beers now. <laughs> what is wrong with you?" Well, I think I think Jeremy had a good idea. I think the uh, the chat GP with uh, Kyle and Matt in the, on the same uh, show might be a really entertaining. <laughs> I, I look, I'm down for it. I don't know how Matt feels. I think it would be highly entertaining. We can get those I views up. How Matt. I feel, by the way. <laughs> What's endemic, endemic mean? It's like just you're part of the problem. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, just I, say I, that then. I got to be honest. I tried to Google it. I mean, I couldn't even spell it. Like E N D E M I C, endemic. Oh, man. You'll look it up. It'll say part of the problem. But the lazy. With a picture of me on it. The lazy booking is right. I mean, they're using the biggest draw they have right now, which is CM Punk, and just threw him in a match against a guy today that we all had to look up and see who it was. <laughs> I mean, and they what? they did that because they knew they could. Like, oh, it's CM Punk. People are going to watch it, right? And, and and I don't think you have to have a lot of build for this. I, I'm going to give him a little bit of I, – I shouldn't even say – because Brandon started talking, and then Matt got on him. It's just going to get on me next. But <laughs> it, if it wasn't for the fact that the last pay-per-view was, was not very well booked, then – I wouldn't worry about it, but Matt's right. Like now, it's becoming a little bit of an issue where it's two in a row. This one gets a little bit of a pass, but you're right; they did have they have a year to know what's coming. So right? let me ask you guys a question. So we're kind of we got all in and all out, like back to back weeks. How do you? I mean, you're you're really gonna have to do some storyline because you're gonna have you gotta have two pay per views basically with storylines built up like right in a row, even closer than this. They're so. Cool. I mean that's when are, scary. When, when are they? Um, it's in August. Like, like they're one, both in August. One's the end of August. One's the like beginning of September. Wow. So it's like I mean back to back weeks almost. I'm not sure the exact dates, but I mean they have some time. But that's a lot of stories to build up for two pay per views. I mean Is you don't want to first or two. All ins first, then all out. The one in, in Wembley is all in, and okay, it. So- 
So, but that's yeah. and that's, that's going to be a lot of storyline. So this is going to be a test right here, Matt. You'll, we'll be we'll know here come these next two pay per views whether or not if they've got a good two months here, but they've got to build for two back to back pay per views. I mean, you you got to think you can't have. Are you just going to have a bunch of rematches? Oh, it's, well, the WWE formula they just say, oh well, it was such a we'll just have a rematch, you know, at the next. I mean, you can't really yeah, like do that. Tuesday night and. Texas pay-per-view from 15 years ago or this rematch survivor series. Yeah. When well, they have two extra hours now a week to build up, I guess. Uh joking. But the other thing is WWE method is to use a pay-per-view to build for the next pay-per-view also. And I don't think AEW can do that. If Wembley's first, you can't use Wembley as a as a stepping stone to the next one. Like it's it's your big deal right now. And you're right. They're I think it's August 27th. So they've got, you know, they got two months to build for that. Or something like that, but uh, all out, whichever one second, it could get, it could get bad. I guess. Well, it's gonna be interesting. It should be a banger of a pay per view, and we'll be back next week to review it. We'll also talk WWE Money in the Bank preview show, so that'll be next week sometime. And we'll uh, get the guys together again, and and we'll see how this uh, this pay per view lines up. We think it's gonna be a a great one on the match card, but uh, we'll see how they do it. Um, this is Off the Ropes, episode 10, AEW Forbidden Door preview show. For Jeremy, Kyle, Brandon, and Matt, this is Brett. We'll catch you next time on Off the Ropes on the Disrespect Sports Network. See everyone.